Right, guys, so welcome to episode 11. Yeah, of, this will be 11. Yeah, episode 11 of the Lift Fit Podcast. So we actually done one yesterday, uh, which is episode 12, which will be going out next week. But this yeah. one's a special. Uh, this one we're actually doing live. So we're actually live on Facebook now doing this. And this is because Aaron's turned 18 yesterday, which is his 18th birthday. And today he's doing an amazing feat. Um, I think you probably should know what he's doing by now. He's doing 24-hour marathon yeah. for charity event so this is this this one is all about aaron oh, this, is, this is aaron's podcast should should be exciting should be a little bit do you know when you're sort of nervous but excited at the same time yeah. sort of like that like so how, how many how many were in now aaron uh, how many miles yeah six miles six miles in at the moment so just in case anybody doesn't know what you're doing can you just give a little bit of a, a brief of, of what you're doing so pretty much i'll be running one mile every hour for 24 hours um, in the hopes of raising money for Calm, the campaign against living miserably, which, yeah, that's pretty much the basic sort of summary of it. Then in between the miles, I've got different tasks to do. So I've already done one, which is start a blog and write, well, sorry, I've done two, start a blog and write said blog, which um, was, it was good. It was different because I never really sort of sat down and wrote anything before, but then sort of sitting down and writing it. And then I can't wait to sort of, because there's some problem with like sort of a newly newly registered domain or something where I can't register it on. So nine o'clock, well, sorry, 12 o'clock tonight when it gets to the 9th of February, I'll be able to put the domain aaronkendall.com as the handle for it. So it should be good. Well, cool. So I'm gonna get, what I'm gonna do basically today, we're just gonna ask, I'm just gonna ask Aaron a few questions. We might go off a little bit of a tangent like we normally do. Uh, but I do have a few questions for him uh, because it's, it's all about Aaron today. Got to be mindful of the time as well. Got to be mindful of the time as well because Aaron, on the hour, has to go for a mile run because that's kind of what he's doing. Yeah. I'm actually going to join you for this next mile before I have to shoot off. Sounds, um, sounds cool. So this is his fifth mile. We're going to his sixth. Uh, so basically, why are you doing this charity event, Aaron? Um, I think... I sort of had this idea for a while and I wanted to do something sort of different for my 18th and be like sort of going to go against the green sort of do you know I've never really been sort of into the party, whole partying thing even like sort of family get-togethers I'm not really interested most of the time anyway I usually just work that's what I say I just like oh sorry I'm busy at work when that's, that's not because you're in social work oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> and that to be fair I actually have <laughs> Unless I'm, you're not on social unless I'm forced to, unless I put myself in the positions to, but nine times out of ten, I prefer just literally sat at home on my laptop or reading the, reading the book or something. It's quite a unique mindset for someone who's really, really old. <laughs> I know I always get, um, when I've, so I, so I go to all these different sort of events, and the first thing, like now I've started to sort of play a game with it in my head and be like, right, I'm not going to mention my age or anything, I'm just going to have a conversation, and then if they ask, and I'll tell them, but then I, most times when they ask them, they go like, oh, how old are you? I'm like, well, at this point, I'd be 17. And I go, oh, I'm 17. And she'd be like, what? I thought you were like, 20, like 23, 24-ish. And I was just like absolutely mind-blown. I was just, and then I always go to is like, if only the bouncers in Newcastle thought that. All I'll have to do is get a little bit of a, a goldie beard. I know, exactly. Get a little stick on, you'd be fine. Not shave for a few weeks and then Not shave for a few weeks. But I think if anyone listens to the podcast, I, listen, I do listen back to these podcasts after we've done them. Um, just to kind of critique and you know, just to, to listen back to it and all we can do things better. If I didn't know you, obviously age and everything like that, I would listen to that and think you were not older. 
Mm -hmm. I just think the way you kind of put yourself forward and how you articulate a lot of things. Yeah. You're very sort of, you're, you're well ahead of your time. I would <laughs> say you're very well ahead of your time. Wish I had your kind of mindset when I was young. <laughs> just kind of going out and wasting it. Well, so cool. So you're doing that. So why, why calm? Um, so just for anyone who doesn't know what, can you give a brief, just a brief of what the charity actually is and why you chose calm? A brief overview is about calm is that it's, so it's a campaign against living miserably. It's mainly sort of like a men's mental health sort of charity, which they are sort of have a hotline and everything that they can sort of go to. So people who are really struggling with the mental health and sort of mental health issues, struggling on a day to day can phone them up and get sort of resources and stuff. And they also help the families who have been affected by sort of suicide. Say if they've had a loved one who's um, committed suicide, then so I'm just just a bit nervous. I've got a bit of a bit of an audience now, but sorry. Where was I? So, so go yeah. back, So you're doing calm. So we're basically you just explain that was about the mental health charity. From yeah, and that it helps people who are struggling with the mental health and sort of people who have been affected by it. So just a few statistics. Of, um, the statistics of that. I think I was looking this the other day. It was. Basically, it was basically men under the age of 45, it's the biggest killer, isn't it? Men yeah, suicide is the biggest killer of men under the age of 45. And then also 12 men, well, sorry, 84 men per week, like, commit suicide, which I just think is a mental stat, like, a mental statistic. Like, that's in the UK, by the way. So that, that goes down to, like, 12, 12 every single day. I mean, it's, 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 it's quite scary, really, isn't it? I mean, it's, I think yeah. when we done the charity event here last year, um, it was for FUK Share, mm -hmm. and I think what was great about that was that the fact when we started doing this, a lot of people came forward and said actually the the struggle when they were younger yeah. as well, um, and maybe they didn't reach out or they just kind of suffered with it. Yeah, and they sort of just kind of just went through it rather than sort of. Yeah, and I think from like a male perspective, it's very much sort of it's, it seems a weakness, isn't it? Oh yeah. You know, if you've got any kind of you know, if you want to, you see a man cry, apparently it's a weakness and mm -hmm. all these kind of things, which is daft really, but. This is what a lot of people perceive, and I think it's hard for young men kind of growing up. Yeah, 100%, because they, a lot of people are sort of like, I don't know, like, it goes by generation, so obviously, people, like say, some people's dads would never show emotion or anything like that, and sort of, then obviously they just look up to them and be like, oh, if he doesn't, then I won't. But I think we're starting to see a lot of a shift now, and people actually coming forward and sort of being like, like, yeah, I'm actually finding it a bit hard. Like, I'm struggling. Like, yeah, it's, I need it's, it's all being accepted, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, to me, it's a strength if somebody can come oh, forward yeah. and say that they're suffering or they're having some kind of bad feelings or whatever it is that come forward with that. To me, it's a massive strength. I think it's it's good that, see, I mean, it's fantastic for an 18 year old to be actually, you know, doing, doing an event mm. for a charity as good as that. I mean, it's amazing. And how much have you raised so far? So, so far on the Just Given page. See you later. Catch you later, fellas. Sorry for those listening to the podcast. We had just Andy and Andy's son leaving. I had a little bit of an audience. So, so far anyway, on the Just Given page, I think we're at 771 as of now. Between me and my dad on the sponsorship forms that we had, which to be fair, we left them pretty late. We've got about £220, I want to say, around that figure. So, creeping up close to 1000 So, I think what we'll do as well, uh, I mean, you guys watching on Facebook now, you can, if you're watching it live, then you can, uh, you can go on Aaron's uh, link at the bottom. I think he's got a link on the page. You can link and you can, you can donate if you yeah. want. It'll be very, very kind. If of it's you. not on the live, then just literally head up, click on my profile, swipe up a few things, and then you should see one. It's literally, I put it everywhere. 
And then what we'll do, we'll put this, so if you want to listen to the podcast, we'll put this in the show notes. Yeah, so we'll put the link to the charity in the show notes. So if you've just listened to this and you think, oh yeah, I'd like to donate, look in the show notes and it'll be there and you'll be able to... Yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah. Amazing, Aaron. Really is amazing. Thank you. Good effort, man. Good effort. (laughs) So, we're going to get into a little bit about you now. Right, you. Right. You've kind of sorry answered this a little bit, I think, but why didn't you go and get tanked for your 18th birthday? Um... Honestly, I'm not entirely like certain on why I didn't. Because although it'd be a lot easier, to be fair. Um, to be fair, we've got some run down there. I know exactly. That's just there. Oh, but, nice. Butler run for those watching the thing. I <laughs> uh, got given it as a gift. But I'm not sure, actually. Like, I don't know. I'm just sort of not really interested in that. But rather sort of like, I think at this point now, especially, I like, I really like sort of challenging myself. And sort of like seeing how far I can push myself and sort of literally certain aspects just about every sort of area of my life now, especially now more than ever. Like I like to just challenge myself in ev- like all four sort of areas of it. So, um, all four areas of your life? Yeah, so, so that would be like health, wealth, relationships, and I can't remember the fourth one. I'm sure there's actually only three. I think I just had a mind blank there. Yeah, so the three areas of my life really. So health, wealth, and relationships is sort of what I want to sort of push now. Health being both physical and mental. Um, seeing what I can do, like say personal best in the gym, that would be a thing. Like doing sort of challenges like this. Um, the mental health side of it, sort of just staying focused and sort of being mentally how where I want to be, like consistently. And then wealth, sort of how much money I bring in, job satisfaction, things, sort of things like that, all things that enter in with that. And then also relationships, which is a probably one thing that I'd probably struggled the most with recently, is sort of getting myself out there and sort of like actually talking to people on like sort of a meaningful sort of level. Like I can sort of like small talk and stuff and just sort of talking to people on a level where it's just like brushing past each other on the street or like say if I know someone through someone else, I'll just make a little conversation and stuff. But I haven't really sort of connected with anyone sort of on like on a different level. It's hard to sort of explain. But like on that, you mean sort of maybe people the same age as you? Yeah. So I think it's it's hard for me at this point because a lot of the people who are my age and sort of who I spend a lot of the time with, like say in college and stuff, although like we share sort of certain outlooks on different things, but we're not like essentially no like not really the same to be fair because like you have different sort of values, different goals, different values, different like different upbringings and everything. So it's hard for me to sort of relate to them on a certain point. Like I can sit and like say if we're all sat down and stuff, but we sit and talk and stuff. But like I always feel a bit out of place, regardless of where I go, and sort of never really have sort of a group. Like do you know how you like in school you would have like the popular kids, like nerd, like <clears throat> like the like the smart people and stuff. I sort of floated between them, and I also didn't really feel as if I sort of belonged anywhere in a way. Yeah, but I think from someone with your mindset, that's very common. Mm. You're very you're in the minority. I would mm-hmm. definitely say you're kind of in the minority. I mean, most people eight years old are going to go get having an eighteenth birthday. Mm. Well, I did. I still um, I still do throughout throughout school. I would will admit that I did actually go, I went out quite often, like throughout the weekends and stuff. We all used to go around in the middle of the fields, um, house parties and whatnot. Like I enjoyed them to be fair, but then it also was like sort of I didn't know where to sit, where to put myself and stuff in a way. Like, feel, how do you feel? What do you need to do then to to build? To get that relationship, and so if we're, so we're saying you want that's what you've struggled with. Yeah. What do you find is gonna help you with that um, this year? 
just putting myself more in spots with people who I can sort of relate to in a way, like sort of people who within the same sort of thing, with same interests, sort of same level, like same, like, because a lot of the times it was like at different places, like expert empires, like when we're on about like the six, like in one of the other podcasts where it was like people making six figures, seven figures and stuff. Obviously when I'm talk, if I'm talking to them and sat, talk, sat with them, it's not going to seem like I just won't be able to sort of relate to them on sort of the business level and just about anything really. But you'll be able to relate to them on the mindset level. Yeah. That's the difference. It doesn't, Partly. if you're looking at them and think I'm being intimidated by their wealth and their experience and everything like that, mm-hmm. you're actually in a good position to get all their experience from them. Yeah. You know, you're, you're a beginner, you're young, and, but you've got that same mindset if you want personal growth, mm-hmm. you know, personal development, and you're mm-hmm. in that, you know where you need to go pushing yourself forward. Yeah. I mean, just for anyone listening, and obviously people watching now, <clears throat> uh, both me and Aaron are in a, um, like entrepreneurship group it's uh it's coffee with dan um run by dan meredith dan meredith so dan if you haven't been watching hello Howdy. Uh, so basically it's you know i think aaron's probably the youngest one in there oh yeah I'd definitely i'd say so and but the thing is you you get and i see a lot of this when you put things on facebook a lot of people from that group comment on the things that you do and they're oh, really yeah. inspired by the things that you do and this is coming from people with experience i know it's really weird so i was actually explained to one of my friends the other day that I've got more friends who I like, talk to virtually, like who I've never met. Well, obviously I've met I've met Haley and Damien and stuff now. But like I say, there's people on the internet who I've never met who I just sit and like text like normally, like who would sit and have co- sort of conversations and stuff with now, which is so. It was sort of hard initially to grasp, but now it's like I react more and I'm sort of more engaged in other people's sort of things and other people's lives who I've never met before or I've met once or twice. One of the things you said a while back, and this is one of the pod- first podcasts we do, age was something that really... Just give us the video. Just cooling down. Age, you said age was one of the kind of things that you always worried about. Yeah. You thought you weren't... You were out of place because of your age. Yeah. Now, if you just go back to all these people who you're then contact with through this group, um, how old are these people? I mean, like so you're saying, Haley and... Uh, as Amanda, and there's a couple of other ones that you... Yeah. How, what age range are these people in? So, age range, probably bordering on late 20s, early 40s-ish. Like, a lot of the people, like, it's a pretty wide range of people, to be fair, but it's no one sort of... I think the youngest person who I've sort of... who I sort of text who I've never met before is probably around 22, 23. I think, anyway, I have no idea how old they are. Yet these people see you as their equal. Mm. So, yeah. so age really this is this is the thing with limitations people limitations people hold on to the limitations and think that's what kind of holds them back but your kind of proof of the pudding that doesn't age you thought was your limitation actual fact it's probably turned an it advantage. Into a, yeah. it's an advantage because people actually think wow this kid's amazing and they relate to you yeah so your age thing is, is, is an advantage I, know, I, I definitely think that's sort of what I've flipped over so say from about last summer-ish is when sort of things have been coming a lot better and like I'm sort of dealing with this sort of limitation and stuff a lot better and I've sort of realized how good of a position I sort of am in like being at this point sort of learning about these things reading about these things sort of talking to these sort of people and I just sort of sat back and I realized I was like I don't know why you're getting so stressed out and stuff because you're not at this level when realistically the people at this level have got like 50 years on you like 40 50 years but at the end of the day, then people are still just people. I know. Exactly. Like you, like me. 
they're just people. Yeah. They're not anything different. They're not kind of aliens with super special powers. These are just people. Just people who've just... Cool people, but they're still people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I'm so of them. So you've obviously been on a, on a, on a big journey of kind of self-discovery. You've done a lot of kind of things last year. Mm -hmm. What was the scariest, yet the most exciting thing you've done this past year? Oh, that's a good one, actually. Um, I think... Scariest and most exciting. Mm. I'd probably say, yeah, when I went down sort of... So in November time, I went down from... I'm sure I went, yeah. So it was Birmingham, then Wembley, then Nottingham. So it was um, for, oh, I can't even remember what it's called now. An expert umpire, isn't it? I know you went there with Grand Cardone. Yeah, so it was like an event with Grand Cardone, Gary Vee, and all those sort of, I can't remember. Like and, and National Sophia the Robot. Sophia the Robot, that was mental. <laughs> like I was sat, sat there and I was just like, I was absolutely mind blown. It's like Sophia the Robot was a headline speaker. She literally got on and just started talking and stuff. And it was just, you know, I was just sat there and I was like, what? But Russell Brand was really good. Um, National Achievers Congress, that's what it was called. And then in Wembley, it was Expert Empires held by Nick James. He had Tom Billu, Paul Mort, um, Carrie Green, sort of different speakers like that. And um, that's when actually I met Haley and Damien down there for the first time when I went there in June, which that was cool. <laughs> and then after that, I went up to Nottingham to go to the Mac Nutrition Uni some, like, conference about their health at every age. So that was going, like, learn about nutrition and stuff, part, like, from anywhere for the age ranges of, like, adolescents all the way, all the way up to um, postmenopausal women, which was, it was a weird sort of spectrum. And I remember I was in class once, I was in school. I pulled out my notepad and started read, like, reading about some of the notes, and I realised, and I was like, how? Like, and then um, it was just weird, so everyone was sort of looking at us, and I was like, like when you plan on having, when you plan on going through menopause, and I was like, <laughs> not anytime soon. Well, it's, I suppose it's quite odd for a 17-year-old to have notes on menopausal women. It's, it's, um, it's not your average, is it? A teacher definitely um, gives a funny look like, but... Maybe she wanted a little bit of help. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the scariest thing you've done then? Was it yeah, probably. I was more, I was the most sort of scared because this was the first time I'd sort of went away for an entire week sort of by myself, and I was sort of... I've never been to one of the. I've never been to, um, the one in Birmingham. Expert Empires. I was sort of, I was, I was sort of more comfortable there because I had like it was just the usual. Like I'd always been there. Like I'd been there before, so sort of going back into the familiar, and then back up and getting the trains and stuff up to Nottingham for the M and U conference and stuff. That was all. It was just getting the trains and stuff. I was a bit sort of nervous. That I would get on the wrong train, get on the sort of the later train and stuff, but then it all worked out and it was actually a really good sort of week. It was really, um, really good. Yeah, maybe you've obviously learned a lot from it. Yeah. Obviously you learned a lot about menopausal women, but yeah. you've also learned a lot, experience yourself. Oh yeah, it's like, um, and then like once I remember, um, when I went down to James Smith's sort of B2B sort of um, day where you talk like personal training to personal trainer sort of how to grow. And then um, sort of the day after, on the Sunday, I just had a wander around London. And literally, I ended up doing, I think it was something stupid, like 50,000 steps walking around London with all my stuff on my back. 
I came home and I literally just crashed. I was absolutely knackered. But it was fun. It was good. So, well, let's we'll see what, what happens this year, then, Aaron. You can share your other experiences with us. Oh, exactly. So, one thing you've been doing, then, uh, one of your challenges was to write a blog, start a blog, and write a blog. So, we've been going through this, and um, Aaron's been writing some stuff down. Got the first one up, actually, now. So, the first one's up. So, no, what domain to... like it? So, if you want to have a look, um, I'd recommend going, trying on Sunday. Actually, once this podcast goes up, it'll be fine. Then if you use one of our shit on the sort of Facebook Live, I'd recommend wait until Sunday because then it'll just be on the domain aaronkendall.com so it's easier to find rather than the just the one that WordPress gives us just as part of their free plan. So why why should people be interested in your blog and Aaron? Um, partly just to see what things are like, what I'm doing and stuff. I think it's pretty... I think now I'm starting to see how interesting it actually can be. Sort of my takes on different events and stuff and that I've went to, my takes on things that are happening in the fitness industry, like say, just general different stuff, like say if someone, some new celebrity has been promoting some different product or something and I give my two cents on it then, and if people well, are interested, booty just booty or some booty, slim, kind of slim fast, just all those other sort of things. They're getting endorsed like millions of pounds just to do and they're actually don't use them themselves. Did you see that, that Lauren Goodner? I think that's how you say her name. Where she literally got um like someone like took her in and sort of like got to promote cyanide and stuff like some like something like that just as like a false like a false product just to see if she would do it and not realize and she literally promoted something that was like oh the main ingredient cyanide and it was just like and she, she still did it that. and she still did it she still promoted it and stuff it was mental so that this is actually an issue with the, with the industry oh yeah hundred percent you know this is the biggest thing I mean you know you can, people can go about twist about keto diets and all these kind of things. But at the end of the day, you're doing a keto diet, whatever it is, you're eating good food, it's these stupid supplements. It's like celebrities endorsing ridiculous supplements that they don't know anything about. And who was it who was doing um, Herbalife? I can't remember who it was now. They're doing Herbalife and they knew nothing about it. They didn't uh -huh. know anything about Herbalife, by the way. It's, it's an absolutely awful product, so don't buy it. Gives you diarrhea. It gives you diarrhea and it probably does a lot of other crazy things to do yeah. inside. But it's just, it's just, a, it's just a shit storm in a can pretty pack much it or whatever you want to but i think the sort of the main issue that i sort of have with it is the people who they're sort of marketing to and who they're pitching to that being sort of like the young like say all the like sort of girls that you see sort of promoting these products have probably have most likely got work done or they spend hours in the gym sort of dieting down low calories and stuff but they won't they won't share any of that but instead they'll show all like sort of like young girls and stuff sort of the results that they get from something completely different, but then say it's this product, and I just I think that that for me is what does it. Like I just I do, like fair enough like promoting it and stuff and saying if it's actually worked and if you actually use it, but say if you don't even use it and that's not remotely why you've got these results, then don't talk, then sort of don't spread it across like that. Well, the thing is, as a role model, which a lot of these celebrities are role models, they have a responsibility of the care of those people who are looking up to them. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're looking at sort of, I, I don't know any names, but just say someone who maybe in a, in a in late 20s, you know, but maybe is quite, quite well attractive. A lot of young girls are going to be inspired. Oh, to yeah. her. So she should be responsible to be actually promoting the quite opposite of the likes of Herbalife, these ridiculous supplements. And so, yeah. You know, encouraging a healthy lifestyle and, you know, not going on really crazy low calorie diets and these mm -hmm. kind of things because that's, that's their responsibility. Yeah, at the end of the day, and sort of just 
I hate how um sort of obviously like sort of the young girls on Facebook and stuff like they'll like at the moment sort of compare themselves with these different sort of pictures as well that being sort of the highlight reel where I'll say we've had them pictures sort of taken in the studio with all the lighting and stuff and about like how many like who knows how many weeks in advance and sort of how they've dieted down and stuff but then they'll get a picture taken with that product and say oh this is after one week on this this is what I look like I'm just like every time I see it I just sort of do you know when you get a bit frustrated? Like it's that, awful, isn't it? It's just, I think it's awful. It's like, because a lot of girls sort of look up to these, a lot, even a lot of, sort of, I have a feeling that sort of, boys used to do this, sort of with the likes of, um, it's probably still do, to be fair, but with the likes of, um, i seen Kai Green, one of the things that he was promoting was like some vegan sort of diet book, and he was saying how this has got a massive and stuff. In, in fact, probably the last 10 years of him being a bodybuilder, eating about, I'm sure I've seen a video of him demolishing about four steaks just for breakfast and stuff and I sort of explain how it makes like just to get the protein and stuff so and then for him to go and say oh vegan this is what's got his massive I just think I don't like that either because they're influenced by money yeah I think that's what it comes down to influenced by money so things like what we're doing now we do this for free uh I feel like we put a lot of good content mm -hmm. out but it's it's content that people can use but the thing is, our reach is going to be, you know, it's not even going to be a drop in the ocean compared to these people who oh, are yeah. you know, massive influencers and they're reaching out to millions and millions of people, yet they're taking people the wrong way. But which we're is, not giving them any truth. We're giving mm, them bull crap. Which is why I sort of, I really like, I really like how James Smith is doing at the moment and how he's going sort of viral and everything. Now everyone's like, oh, have you seen James Smith? I'm just sort of happy in that sense. It's because, encouraging, isn't it? Yeah, because it's like, some, like you can see it's sort of the shift now in you a can, way I think, sorry well, I was going to say I don't know if that's just because I'm sort of all the accounts that I follow are evidence based sort of fitness professionals and stuff but even at what sort of work even my mom she's started the gym and stuff and she's wanting to go in and lift heavy like, and I really liked how that shift apart from sort of like the weights room being sort of the men's area I like how women are sort of going in sort of literally like just lifting heavy, like heavy, heavy weights. It's cool. It, it, is, it is really. It is a good shift change. Uh, it's good to watch, but I think it, it's still. I think because we're surrounded by it, we kind of see think it more often. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still not. I mean, you know, we mentioned this last week about the game changes and, and Liam Norton. You know, if we look at the two comparisons, Liam Norton is really kind of super smart in what he does, the nutrition side mm -hmm. of things. But the reach he re the people he reaches is nothing compared to somewhere. And you've got game changers on Netflix. <coughs> yeah. You know, Netflix compared to someone like Liam Norton who's on Instagram and Facebook, it's it's on Netflix. It's gonna reach millions and millions of people so and you're many never people. ever gonna be able to compete with that. Mm -hmm. And it'll be, it'll be, I would love to see the change though. I would love to oh, see yeah. that actually change to the fact that this side of it is actually growing and growing. You know, maybe it's in 10, 15 years it will. Yeah, I think it's definitely turning the tide now and it's probably heading more to that direction. But it's just, I think it's, I like how it's everything's shifting now. It's definite. I like the mindset, Aaron. <laughs> All right, so then, let's guess. So this is why you listen to Aaron's blog because I think it's going to be, you're basing it more on experience, aren't you? I yeah. I think that's what we were kind of saying before. Sort of one of the sort of things that I mentioned in it, in the sort of intro, would be sort of, actually, I'll just quickly pull it up and read it. Um, where it was this like, so expect to see a range of posts from my taking opinions on things that happen within or involving the fitness industry. It's more informative posts about things that I've sort of have an interest in. So I'd say if, I think the Bioneer, so the Bioneer, he's got a blog, which is um, really good. It's like Adam Sinins, 
I can't say his second name. I'm not even. I'm, it's always the second names. <laughs> but it was um, music was Smith. It was Smith. Adam know, Smith. We'll call him Adam Smith. Adam Smith. Adam now. Smith. <clears throat> I'll put his link to the um, his blog in the show notes, or I'll put a uh, different post with it. But what he does really well, sort of, he has this massive sort of re- like range of different things. So it's like you can go from sort of brain hacking, where he goes on about like the neuro neurotransmitters and stuff everything like that which I'm interested in and then he also goes to like sort of different lifts in the gym and different techniques and sort of different variants of exercises that you could use but then also he comments on sort of different things that's happening which I think that's probably where I'd get my, mo- my main sort of inspiration for even starting a blog and then the other thing would be sort of <clears throat> something that I picked up from an um, uh, entrepreneur called Rob Moore was that he sort of does this thing where it's just like here's what I did and here's what or here's what I did and here's what I learned sort of thing. So that's probably what I'll be doing with sort of the events that I go to in the future. Sort of basically telling you what I did, what it was, and then what I've learned and what I've taken away from it. I love that approach. I really do. I wish it was something I adopted early on in my career <clears> because it was, I don't know, I think from like from my side of it, it was just, I just felt like I had to put loads of information out all the time. Mm-hmm. But you're, what you're doing, I think is just fantastic because what you're saying is, this is what I've learned or this is what I've kind of, this is the experience I've had and this is what I've learned from it. And then people yeah. can look at that and think, wow, that's actually learn from that as well mm-hmm. so you're kind of teaching at the same time but you take it from your own experience which i think yeah. to me that's definitely the way to go because you're not saying it's not black and white you say well actually there's a bit of this and this is what i learned from it you can maybe mm-hmm. have your own take on it and, yeah yeah also be good <coughs> so we've got a few minutes left because then we're going to have to go for a little jog um so i've got a couple more questions aaron so what you're going to university this year aren't you yeah lead well hopefully leads <coughs> so what's your plans for uni? Um, so, essentially, so I'm hoping to go on to a business management or a business management marketing course. Um, yeah, that's right. I don't know if I used the right word there for some reason. Which, um, sort of, I want to move down there. I just really want to sort of move away just to get that sort of experience and living on my own sort of cooking. So sort of, even with like different random people and stuff. Like I've even... So just um, last night, I made... Um, Steven, your dad's sitting there thinking, how are you doing cooking the house? <coughs> I know. But um, I made um, some banana bread last night. Which, which is was, actually very nice. It was really yeah. nice, actually. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I really like that. I really want to sort of experience that and living on my own, sort of catering for myself and catering for others even. It's like, say, if I have a night where I have to cook and stuff. I think that would be sort of a really good experience to sort of go through. And obviously the bits that I learned from business management and also what my plan is <coughs> sort of to try and build up some sort of an online income online during that time in which once I finish uni, I can sort of then I can sort of have an income coming in and then decide what I want to do and where I want to go with that. Like sort of if I want to sit, if I want to sort of focus on that, scale it up even more then I can. Um, if I want to sort of, travel around and stuff do like slow traveling where i spend like six months in different countries and stuff and just sort of experience a lot of stuff and then um yeah and then sort of go from there and then at that point it's probably when i'll understand the world a lot more how it works and stuff and sort of find my find my feet and get set down and then sort of then just go up so i think that's sort of my plan good so this is kind of a bit of a kind of Bit of a big question, maybe for somebody your age, but we're mm-hmm. going to have a shot at it. So, you just where you finished off there, <coughs> what is your dream? Just right now, I mean, obviously, what you're kind of thinking now, 
where would you like to see yourself anymore? I think sort of, I was sort of thinking about this the other day quite a lot. You know, the sort of, where do I want to end up once I'm sort of settled down and stuff? Like, I've got sort of the beginning, the sort of the middle bit, but I don't have an end point in which like, I sort of shoot for. So um, I think I'd probably like to get into sort of managing events and stuff and just putting on different seminars for people and sort of bring speakers into sort of smaller towns and stuff for more sort of affordable, like probably, I guess, a bit of a cheaper price and stuff, just have one sort of general ticket not like the tiers or I'd maybe maybe I even might go flip on this and sort of have the different tiers so where people can just sit and take notes people can sort of meet and greet and sort of have a sort of dinner with them and stuff and um, sort of do like workshops with them and stuff I think ideally this is where I want to sort of head because I sort of really I really enjoy going to these events and sort of even organizing this it was stressful and I was probably like I was really stressed out doing this but I really enjoyed it and sort of seeing everything come together and stuff that would be good Getting ready for the run. I am. So yeah, I think that's probably around that point. And then also I want to, um, I was thinking about my, because um, I was talking to Josh actually about um, like a dream, like sort of the dream home and stuff. I was saying literally I want, like I have it sort of planned out and stuff. I think I'll have it at home actually, like a floor plan, like a brief one and stuff where I want sort of like the master room, like a big library and stuff. And as, as you come onto the drive, I want like sort of a fountain with um, Atlas holding the world on the shoulders and stuff. <laughs> And I have a water fountain like that, but then have loads of land and stuff so I can just go out and just do whatever I want on that land because it'll be mine that I can sort of just plan. If do you haven't even thought about this at all, have you? No, no, this is just like copy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I have no idea how much this is going to be. There's probably going to be some money, but this is sort of want to, this is what I sort of want to do. This is what I sort do of want to do. Do you know what kind of you're going to have as well? Um, probably, to be fair, probably just white. Like, just white bedding. Yeah, like that's. Just minimalistic. Yeah. I think I'd be pretty minimalistic in the house itself, but on the outside, it's probably going to look like... Like a fort. Oh, yeah. It's going to have walls and electric gate and stuff. Um, Two-car garage, so I want sort of a bigger car, probably like... A, um, I quite like the Teslas, like the Tesla Cybertruck, the new one, which like looks literally just like a block of metal. Um, I like them, so I'd have a big one and then have sort of like a one for the summer, where it's just sort of when it's nice weather. I mean, it's not that we get nice weather in this country, but... And sort of, and sort of just drive around in there, like say summer with the top down, but then say in the winter when it's like proper like six inches of snow and stuff, then and just get into the big one. So where where, where did your dad come from? Was your dad staying? Has you got a little house on the side? Yeah, he's, a granddad flat, yeah. a granny flat. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little pool house next to the uh, next to the pool. <laughs> I that was uh, I was good. I like yeah, that I enjoyed it. It was definitely it was really good. I think it was lot, it'd be quite, yeah, it was a lot of information there. Yeah, quite it was inspiring, I would say. I was sort of a bit on edge because I was looking at the timer. I mean, I've only got three minutes now, like, but I was sort of a bit on edge and going like, oh, do I have enough time for that? Are we going to get finished? Are we going to... I've done good. But, so we'll leave it there because obviously we've got to go for a run now. Yeah, because we've got to go run, was, which... Which is our sixth run uh, the day. He's got another 20 to go after seventh. this. Or seventh, sorry, my bad. Seventh run. Okay, so he's got 19 left after this. Don't, don't miss one out. Don't miss one out, no. <laughs> Um, but if anybody, if you're on Facebook and you are local, um, tomorrow, uh, come down for 11, come to Lyft for 11 o'clock, because Aaron's wanting to get as many people as he can to run with him for his final three miles. Final three mile, or if you want to do the two miles, you can just do two laps of it, or if you even just want to do the one mile, you can just do the one mile. 
So bring anybody who you want to do. Like I'm going to have my two kids here and I'm just going to run around with them. Obviously, we're not going to do the two miles because they're like this big. Um, not much bigger than me. They're not much smaller than me. Really. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if you do want to come down, you don't have to run it. Maybe just have a walk around if you want to. But just getting people down here, uh, you know, supporting Aaron for what he's done. And it'll be brilliant. Also, um, if you don't, if you're not really an apt runner or such, um, I know that <laughs> Nick Scott is on about bringing his um his bike down so he can just cycle around. And he so said he'll give back us. Exactly. So anyone going, just jump on. But then say if you want to bring your bike or scooter, skateboard, whatever you sort of use or whatever you sort of get around them. You can even drive around if you want. <clears throat> well, I mean, oh, that's lazy. I know that is very lazy. Like. <laughs> You might be at my end of the day. But yeah, so just come along. Even if you just come along, we'll have like coffee, teas, biscuits. And we'll also have a bit of a cold buffet on them as such. Sort of sandwiches and chicken goujons and stuff. Just for a quick Sorry, we're just getting a selfie. Obviously priorities. Priorities. But anyway, so that's where we'll leave this one off. I've just realized that I didn't even press. So thanks. You didn't press record. No, I didn't press record. I was going to say, as soon as you did not press record. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely press record. But um, we'll have to leave this off here because we've got less than a minute now. Let's go. So thanks for listening, guys. Um, and we'll catch up with you next time. Yeah, catch up with you next week.